We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. <laughs> this song right here. <laughs> yeah, it captures the mood well. Oh. We're hurting. Welcome back. Midday show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Jilla, Kyle Quinn behind the glass. It is a tough day in Philadelphia <laughs> as the Eagles season ends with a thud down in Tampa. I promise you I'm not laughing at anybody. I'm just laughing like, wow. Laughing not to cry. I mean, that's, I, it's one I, of those I days. I can't believe, like, man, it went out with a whimper. Well, that's a, a fair way to say it. It was called last night by Merrill Reese right here on WIP and the Eagles Radio Network. Merrill. Merrill. Good morning. Good. Well, not exactly a good morning, but it is morning. Nothing like flying home from a game like that and then having to clean up the snow and drive through the slush. Oh, what a day. Yeah, an omen. I think it, it felt like it was the perfect weather, for, unfortunately, for this kind of day. Merrill, we, we've all seen a lot of different kind of Eagle seasons. Obviously, one very, very special one, some excellent ones, some tough ones. But this one, I, I'm, I'm struggling to find the right word to describe it because it almost felt like a tale of two totally different seasons, 10-1, and one, the high hopes, the feeling that they were resilient. And then since then, it just feels like they have completely cratered. What well, I, I can't disagree with you. I mean, this was a team that was ten and one. Uh, we we had such high hopes for this team. There were signs because there were there were weaknesses that were displayed, even when they were building the the ten and one record. But the, uh, there were two things that I said and, and did commentaries about. That number one, this team was resilient. I mean, they really bounced back. They were they were absolutely terrific. They were resilient. And the other thing I said is. This team knows how to win. And then it all dissipated, and it all went around, and it was and the roof was always falling in, and they totally lost it. The truth of the matter is, this the, the team we watched yesterday, the team we've been watching for the last month and a half, is a bad team. So, so Merrill, where, where do we go from here? We, we, everybody's speculating, and, and, you know, we're pretty upset right now. I don't want to be knee-jerky, but what do you think the next thing for us to do is? Hugh, I don't know. I mean, that's that's up to the the organization what they have to do. But there are there's no doubt that they've got to make changes. Uh, you you can't bring back the the whole group, everybody. 
I mean, they, there are areas that have to be shored up. We've talked about linebacker. We've talked about secondary. Actually, I, I, I thought the offense was a lot better than it turned out to be. Uh, the offense have obviously, obviously has some holes that have to be plugged also. Well, Merrill, there's no question about that. They've, they've got a lot of work to do on the roster. We'll find out how they approach the coaching staff. And, Merrill, we did get, um, I guess, some news or some uh, possible news on Jason Kelsey. Adam Schefter reporting this morning. He was telling his teammates last night, this is it. Merrill, obviously that wouldn't surprise any of us, just considering where he is in his career. If this is it for Jason Kelsey, Merrill, they're going to have to replace him. But just as f- for us and for you calling the games, what, uh, what will be your enduring memory of Jason Kelsey if he indeed is heading to retirement? One of the greatest Eagles of all time, a first ballot Hall of Famer, a class gentleman, one of the best people, along with one of the best players. Well, well said. And the amazing part, Merrill, and I don't know if we'll ever see a player like him again, is that he seemed to get better in the second half of his career. Not that he was poor. He was very good. He was a good center of the NFL's first you know, half of his career. But Merrill, all these all pros in his 30s, it, it's pretty remarkable to watch a player get better, especially at that kind of position. You know, quarterback, you could stay good for a long time. But at an offensive line position, to get better, much better into his 30s, we may never see anything like that again. Well, the, the unique thing, Joe, is that he didn't get better uh, just by experience. He got quicker. I mean, he was the he was the center who could block in different levels going downfield. He was absolutely a great athlete. He just played the position, and he was so smart. He was he was the guy who could call the line changes. He was just a great man to have on the field. Just a great player. He really was. Merrill Reese joining us here as the season ends in Tampa last night. Merrill, listen, and another but, another guy another guy on this team, and I pointed this out, and you guys you guys know it. Who. And I don't know what his future holds because he's also an older player, and that is Brandon Graham. I always say, Dubin, if you go into the facility and you happen to bump into Brandon Graham that morning, your whole day just got better. That's the kind of unique personality he is. Yeah, ultimate kind of culture guy, and obviously, you know, still can play and help this team out. Merrill, let's talk about Jalen Hurts. Not a great night last night, and really the second half of the season, not a lot of good nights. He was such a tremendous player last season, an MVP candidate. This year, in a lot of areas, he seemed to go backwards. Merrill, where are you still on your belief with Jalen to be a great quarterback? And and what do you think happened this year? Because it just felt harder for him. I think it was part of the whole offense. The, the, the whole offense went backwards, and Jalen, of course, was a part of it. But as far as I'm concerned, he is a unique talent, and he will go on and he will bounce back and, and have a great career. I think he is a terrific young quarterback. Yeah, well, you know what? He's shown the, the best part, Merrill, of, of Jalen so far is we've seen how great he can be. Now it's a, a matter of getting him back to that level. And, Merrill, the other thing that's top of mind for me is they got to get this defense back to a level that we can we can embrace as, as a fan base. Because to watch that tackling, it's just that's not Eagles football, Merrill. Well, it's, it's not only the tackling. We heard all this stuff about, well, now it's playoffs. And they're gonna—they're really gonna bounce back because it's—it's a different game. It's a different speed. When that game began, I thought I was watching the Giants game all over again with wide open spaces over the middle, wide open receivers. They just couldn't do anything to stop Tampa Bay. And you're not talking about—you're not talking about a great offense. And if, excuse me if I'm sounding too negative this morning, but I'm reacting to what Mike and I called when. When you watched that game yesterday and saw wide-open receivers, you thought it was a week earlier and you were watching the Giants game again. 
You really did, and that's that's not the way to have a playoff game. Merrill, you don't have to apologize. And, and, and not only that, Joe, you mm-hmm. were talking about a Tampa Bay team that played Carolina, maybe the worst team in football last week, and scored three touch, three field goals. They were limited to three field goals, nine points. That's that's what was so disheartening. Yeah, and I don't think you have to worry about being too negative this morning because I think that's that's the unfortunately the the sentiment right now in the yeah, city. That's where we at? Yeah, right a very tough ending to what looked like a very promising year. Merrill, we've loved all the uh, the reaction with you the day after games. Looking forward to do it again next year. I'm sure we'll uh, we'll chat during the off season, and it's probably going to be a very busy off season for Howie and Jeff as they try to put this thing back uh, back together here. Well, Thank you, Merrill. Well, I I think it will be, but I always look at the. The, you know, silver linings, I still think there are a lot of good players on this team, starting with the quarterback. I think he is still going to go on and have a great career. And you look at this roster, there are some very talented players on this team. It's not just all 53 get rid of them, but there are some bolstering moves that have to be made. Yeah, work to do, and that's Howie's job and Jeff's job. Merrill, appreciate all of our spots this season. We'll talk soon, and uh, have a great day, Merrill. Okay, you guys too. Me there too. he goes, the great Merrill Reese after the game last night. And uh, I mean, look, that's got it was tough for all of us to sit through. Imagine trying to call that game and try to keep your composure watching that because that's not, that wasn't that's not the Eagles were not a team to be proud of down the stretch of the season. It's one thing to lose. I mean, that happens, but the, the way they the way they played was just it was rough. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. All right, if you just hopped in, obviously today reaction to the end of of whatever you want to call that. I mean, a debacle, a disaster, an embarrassment, the sinking of a ship. It was it was bad down at Tampa last night. And do you believe the Eagles should fire Nick Sirianni? I do. Hughes, you're not there? Do you think they should fire him? Because we had the debate a minute ago or a few minutes ago. Will he be? Do you think they should? Can I See, this is where you're going to get mad at me, Joe, because I, I hear you. No, I'm and, mad at the Eagles. And, I'm, no, I'm not mad and at I you. see Kyle like, oh, here we go, this, this mofo right here. I, I think Sirianni's a good coach. I think that there needs to be, and I've been saying this for weeks, there needs to be a tough conversation that needs to be had with the quarterback. I believe that to be the case. Yeah, so I don't think he's a good coach, and I think he should be out. <laughs> that, that's where I'm at. Kyle, where are you at on Sirianni quickly? And we'll go back to the phones. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm ready for him to go. I think if you really listened, like without saying without saying, A.J. Brown pretty much told us all that we needed to know about how the team really feels about Sirianni. And I think he was very honest in saying that, they love Sirianni the guy. They think he's a great guy, and him taking up for the players and making you know a quote-unquote fool out of himself, I'm sure they love. I don't think they're lying about that at all. But he said without saying that they kind of think he is a fool when it comes to calling football plays and, and his scheme. Like They're improvising, going off on their own and stuff. Tells you really all you need to know. So I'm sure they love Sirianni the guy, but I don't think they respect Sirianni the football coach. So, I, I mean... If he doesn't have control of the locker room and it's the players versus Nick Sirianni, then you're you're kind of without a choice, and Sirianni has to go. Yeah, and on top of that, at 12 o'clock, I'll unveil my uh, my big board, my coaching big board. There's an incredible amount of good coaches that are out there, so I think this is the time to act. Let's go back to the phones. 215-592-9494. Chris in Middletown is up on WIP. Hey, Chris. Hey, fellas. Welcome to the pain train here. It's a good word for it. It's a good phrase. This is the pain train. It's it's uh, and it's twenty four hours a day on WIP. It's, until we get this thing back together, Chris, we're uh, we're on the pain train. What do you feel this morning? Oh uh, yeah, hundred uh, percent. You know, f- feeling uh, just you know massive disappointment, frustration. Um, honestly, guys, in a way though, I kind of feel like a little bit of relief. Like you know, the horse with the broken leg was finally put down last night because Ooh. it was just. Watching that was just god-awful to watch. I mean, it, it's just been pain for the past seven weeks. And 
I, I don't I don't know what's going on. Hugh, I Hugh, I gotta talk to you, man. What's listen, up, man? I got you. What you got, dog? Listen, I, I do. I'm I'm with you a hundred percent, man. Listen, don't don't let these people push you around. Tell you you can't be spitting facts and you got to speak emotion, man. I don't know who these people. <laughs> you mean are, like man. you? Those <laughs> silly callers, yeah. Like that yeah. guy Chris or whatever his name is. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You stand to your guns, man. You be you, Hugh. All right. I need you right where you are. Uh, but now let me talk to you, Hugh. You, you're dead wrong, man. Dude, they need to fire Nick. And, you know, let's let's tap into some emotion here. He's got to go. Um, I mean, he's lost his team. He's lost his culture. I mean, he, for you to say they need to keep him, Hugh, I want you to, after my call, I want you to tell go through the reasons why he needs to stay. I will. Because it's culture. It's discipline. It's the offense is his. He keeps claiming it's his scheme. I mean, it's a total train wreck. So I don't. I think he's failed by his own words, guys. Um, Jalen um, Wentz, uh, dude, you, you Wentz watch. I mean, all day long and twice on Sunday. Wentz watch. I mean, it is painful. Painful. I mean, dude, they blitzed him off the backside, and it was a double blitz off the backside. And what did he do? He threw to the front side. Like, he threw into the teeth of the defense, like, yeah, where it was exposed. He, he, I that, mean, that was come wild. On. Usually when you yeah. have blitz beaters, it's on the side that the, 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 the pressure's yeah. coming from because you got, you got the, you got the uh, numbers in your favor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got numbers uh, in your favor. I don't know what I was watching. I mean, Nick Sirianni, I mean, you know, you mentioned Rick Kotite. Joe, I've, I've told you before, you know, he's Jim Fossil. Not only is he going to get fired, he's, he's gone from I mean, he. I don't think we're going to see the likes of him again. Yeah, I, the, I the, want, fo- the fossil comp, and I, I said it when you said it the first time, is is a really interesting one because it was kind of an a- that Giants team in 2000 that the Eagles play in the division round was kind of an out of nowhere conference champion, and then within the next couple of years, like ah, that fossil guy doesn't really know what he's doing. Yeah, and as far as coaches to replace him, I told you guys Vrabel. Here's another name that I absolutely love: Fire Nick. Hire him as offensive coordinator. I think he fits is Bobby Slowick from the OC in Houston. I love Look him, what Chris. He's done yep. with a young gun. They, 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 they run a vertical offense. He's 36 years old. He kind of looks dorky and nerdy, so they kind of like that. <laughs> I think he fits their comp. And then other than that, guys, um, coaching Hugh, I'm going to tell you again, here's a bad example of a, of a good head of a bad head coach is Nick Sirianni, good example of a good head coach is what's going on with the Flyers. That's the difference with coaching. When you have a great coach and discipline and scheme and teams follow along, I know it's a different sport, but there's the difference. So, guys, I'm going to end with this. Let's go Flyers! <laughs> uh, we're there now. Chris, appreciate it. And Chris asked me to ask a question. This, I understand this morning that everybody's being knee-jerky, and, and if you allow me a second, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably have an opinion that nobody's going to like, but you just have to work with me a little bit. We're being knee-jerky this morning. I think Coach Sirianni is a good coach, and I'll tell you why. You know, when you talk about his resume, three seasons of making it to the playoffs. The, the, the big Two things have changed since his playoff appearance, well, his Super Bowl appearance from last year. The def- offense and defense coordinator gone, obviously. And the quarterback got paid. I think that, you know, we have suffered some with the way that the offense is played, with the play calls, the, the, the play selections, the lack of uh, – creativity in the offense and I would say that the defense was stagnant but I would I will argue that that wasn't coach size issue that was the he played the hand he was dealt and I feel like he did a pretty good job early on with the cards that he was dealt I feel like the biggest issue that's going on in this is the stubbornness hear me out now and I still like this guy 
but I'm being I'm being 100 because sometimes this is the hard conversation that has not been had during the course of the season. It's the quarterback and something. It's a disconnect there with him and something. I don't know what that is, but it's him and nobody. See what this is what happens when you get 250 million dollars. And I'm not like I'm not counting this money. I'm just being real because that's the biggest thing that's changed, and and everything on this team looks different now, because it feels like on the outside looking in. Because I'm not on the inside, and I'm speculating. So for anybody that's mad at me for speculating, I'm sorry. But it feels like you can't tell him anything. It feels like you know when there's a little bit of pushback, or or there's a little bit of a uh, you know critiquing going on that somebody's not receiving it. And I've been saying this for weeks. I've been saying this for weeks, that it feels like you can't have – somebody doesn't want to have those tough conversations. So that may be true. It may be true. And any news we get on Sirianni, we'll pass along. We're waiting to see anything breaks on Sirianni and his job status. Hugh, you may be right about that, but that's not a reason for me to keep Nick Sirianni. Like, if if he's lost the quarterback, I want a new guy in here. I think think the reason to keep Sirianni, too, is this, is that when you talk about – jobs that are that are attractive and all of the stuff that we talk about with coach Sirianni if, if you fired this is your third coach in six years second coach in six years or something like that uh, yeah that's that that doesn't feel like a, a a place where a coach that of the caliber coaches that we're talking about bringing here would want to be maybe because it feels like it like we've all speculated on who's doing what in the higher-ups and I don't feel like the coaches that we're talking about getting, because when you talk about the last couple coaches we're getting, that was like their first head coaching job. Mm-hmm. I don't think them cats going to want to come here. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but you know what? They could find a first-time head coach better than Sirianni. I, I can't keep Nick Sirianni because Jalen Hurts may not be, you know, what we thought he was as a leader or maybe, you know, kind of tough to work with. I, I can't keep – guys, I can't tell you one thing I think this coach does well. I've got nothing. Three years watching. What is one thing he does well? Can Sorry, keep- Joe. <laughs> M- motivator. Nah, the players didn't play hard last night. Offensive system's gone backwards. Picking his assistants. Nah, he's not good at that because the two good ones left. Like, what does he do well? Culture's Claps. not there. Claps. What is he? Claps. Claps. He collapses well. I've got nothing. I mean, I, I just, I, I see not a, a, not one reason. Hugh, let me ask you a question. It almost feels like you just, you feel bad firing him. I don't I know, have, a, I, but I don't have a reason to keep him. I, I don't like. Don't get it. Don't get you know, it but twisted. Like, it seems like you're trying to find a reason to keep him. No, I, I don't. I, I feel like, like, to be honest, I don't know how I feel when it comes to him. But I, I don't. I, I don't feel like he needs to be fired in this sense that he somewhere along the line he was failed. We going into this season. Going into this season, let me let me just tell you how I felt when they hired Coach Johnson. I thought because. And part of it is because of the guys that I played with and the accountability factor. Mm. That's huge. And 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 part of it was what Jalen told me and what I felt about him as a player. Jalen did everything that you want to do. It, it's almost like bad analogy time. It's 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 a politician. And and when you want a politician, like he tells you everything that you he wants to hear, you want to hear until he gets elected. And then when he gets elected, 
then he starts doing all this other stuff. And you're like, hold up. that you, You're not doing what you said so, you were going to do. I got you. But the franchise hinges on them fixing Hurts. He's not going anywhere. So if 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 he doesn't believe in the coach anymore, I got to put someone in there that will get through to him and get him to be a good player okay, again. Okay, whether you like it or not, I'm going to ask you this question. Do you, do you feel like in the sampling size of Coach Sirianni that he's pointed this team in the right direction? No. Seriously, John? No, Hugh, I, I think anyone three would, three no. playoff appearances in one Super Bowl it's appearance. It's the roster, Hugh. Yeah, I, I think I think anyone with a pulse could have, could have had success with this team. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know I if I wholeheartedly believe. I that. view it more like a baseball manager with the Eagles. Just put, just no, as no, long I, as you don't screw it up. I don't, I don't wholeheartedly, I, I, I don't, I don't wholeheartedly believe that. Now, but what does he do well? He he provides direction. Where where? The direction. What, what direction did you see last night? I, I, okay, last night was not a good example. So so I'm not talking weeks, about last night. I said by their work. What? It's, it's, it's went off the rails because I feel like in the last several weeks that, like, there's only so much a coach can do. It has to come from within. Like, this just let me get, let me paint a picture for you. Jason Kelsey, for the last seven weeks, has had that deer in the headlights. Look, let's just be real. Love him to death. He's a Hall of Famer. Can't, can't take nothing away from me. But I can pick I can pick out at least five or six games after that that 11th game where you can look at his face when he had the primal screen where he looked like he was like, you know what? This might be my last go-around. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like, he's had yeah. that. Yeah. And and Brandon Graham, you can't, you can't be a leader like Brandon Graham because Brandon Graham's not an every-down player. It has to come from Jalen because Jalen was – he took over the reins of this team. I'm not disagreeing with you on Jalen. Jalen needs to be a better leader and a better quarterback. But what does the coach do well? But th- this is what I'm about to tell you. He can't – it's only so much he can do from the sideline. The players have to police do anything. themselves. It's, he doesn't even call the plays. I just think well, we – we, we don't even know if that's true because, the hell, the players don't know who called I, I the gotta players. i got to be honest. I think everyone that supports Sirianni just feels bad that he's caught in this. No, I, I don't – trust but, me, Joe, I don't feel bad but for think, him. I just want one thing you think he does well as a head coach. He, he doesn't call the plays. The, the players obviously don't respect him much. The culture is deteriorated. They don't try. Why is he here? He, he put the team and he put the team on the path that they were on. No, how he did? <laughs> how he did? How he did? I mean, you, you don't want to believe it, Joe, but it's true. Because he didn't. It, he he did. Well, Hold on, the path they're going on is going downwards yeah, and back. So, no, so now he, it now it is. So then but why he, does he initially, stay? Because I feel like some the quarter somebody needs to have that tough conversation with the quarterback. The next coach. I don't know about that. I think I I don't, I don't know. But you you know what, if Joe? If Jeff Lurie keeps Nick Sirianni, it's the worst. It will waste next season because he'll be out of here halfway through. I think I think who I think who's going to end up ultimately leaving is going to be the offensive coordinator, and that's not enough. Not for me. Brian think, Brian Johnson is just that's nothing for whatever reason. That you know we've heard speculation about him not liking this offense or whatever. You and your boy, like to me, you and your boy, the one like Brian Johnson, you, the guy that's known you your whole life. Y'all put this offense together. No, it's Sirianni's offense. Yeah, I don't, I don't, mm, he tells us every time it's his offense. This, if it, Hugh, then all right. Let me ask you. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little frustrated here. If <laughs> I it's can not tell. Hugh, if it's not his offense, he doesn't motivate them. They don't respect him. What does he do? I think, I think, I think they respect the coach. It's coming, but like I'm trying to tell you, Joe, it's not about what the coach. The coach is the direct. He's the 
He's the bus driver. And then he just crashed into a wall for the last seven Jalen has to be Jalen has to be the leader of this squad because that's who they look I for. I agree with you. They, but look, they, they look at him. Yeah, they need a new voice, though. They need a voice, and, and this voice isn't it. 215-592-9494. Now we'll bring Howard Eskin on so he can apologize for Sirianni, too. <laughs> 215-592-9494. Your phone calls. I'm frustrated. It's wow, the I Midday Show. Sports attacked. Radio 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. That's right. We're riding with the King. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hugh Douglas, Joe Gillio. We'll get back to all your phone calls, your reaction. I had to take my hat off. It's getting hot up in here. Yeah, a little heat in here as we debate the future of the Eagles, including the head coach. Let's talk about it with Howard, who was in Tampa last night on the sidelines for a debacle. How you doing, Howard? That was just – that was – it was – I mean, sad is not the right word. It was embarrassing. It was awful. It was, uh, and really, I thought, uh, because I didn't think Tampa was that good, um, I look at the line and I'm saying, man, that thing didn't move. Uh, you know, I look at all these things. I said, uh, they had a really, I was told by a few people, probably the best practices they've had all week, or, excuse me, all season this week. You say, well, maybe they're going to come out. You know there's deficiencies there. Maybe they're going to come out and give you a much better game. So they game. lied to Howard, too. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? I said, so they lied to you, too. I lied to <laughs> no, they, Well, no, they, they, they didn't. Like, there's no reason to lie to me because <laughs> they know I'll get to the bottom of it anyway. Uh, Lane Johnson didn't lie, lie to anybody. But, you know, the, the, I, I, don't, I don't even know where to start. The most embarrassing thing that – we all saw last night are the missed tackles. That is awful. 
I, I mean, it's just, I, it, I don't even know, you know, how to, how to describe what I saw. I said, wait a minute, can't these guys just tackle people? Isn't that what the game's called? Tackle football. I, it, it's, oh, it's just, it was terrible. Howard, was terrible. on that, on the tackling and the defense, when, when you watch it and you have a different view than, than we do of it, do you think it is more and was more last night? They just aren't good enough. They don't have enough good players, or is part of this effort and where you're not seeing enough of it? No, I think effort. First of all, they're playing for jobs next year. A lot of these guys, so I think the effort's there. I just don't think the ability's there. Uh, you know, and and you know, some guys may mentally uh, not be all in, but I think the effort is there. Their talent level. Let, let's pr- look at the defense. Okay. I think if you're going in next year, you need two linebackers. I don't think that's a stretch. Uh, it's so at least two linebackers. You probably need. I think I like Reed, Reed Blankenship. So you need, let's say, one safety. You need two corners. Although Slay will most likely be back, but I don't know how you can have both of them back. And the defensive line, you probably need at least a defense, at least one defensive lineman. I mean, that's a lot of people. You can sugarcoat it all you want. Um, and I'm just trying to be honest. It's just, it's not very good. And the offense, well, you're going to need one offensive lineman. Although I don't think, I think Schefter's report is a stretch. I, I, I watched Jason Kelsey, you know, at the end of the game, I go in the field. And I know Todd Bowles, so I wanted to wish him luck the rest of the way. And I'm going around and watch players and how they interact with each each guy and then i saw kelsey after he said goodbye to everybody walk back to the eagle side of the field which is the opposite side of their locker room entrance and you know high five some of the, the fans there and then walk across the field and i knew this was probably it he hasn't said anything uh but i i knew he's sore every day after a game uh, i know that uh he's got kids which he loves to go home to it's just there's a lot of dynamics here, you know, and going through this year. But you got to separate yourself from the game. He's not going to say he's not coming back right away. But he knows in his mind. But he wants to give himself – you can't make emotional decisions uh, in a lot of different areas. And that goes for the the owner with the coach too, or the coach is. But uh, I don't think he's coming back. But I I don't believe he's told people – yet that he's not coming back but you need one offensive lineman but the issue it comes down if you don't have a quarterback man i don't know how you can win and uh, jalen hurts as good as he was last year and i'm so tired of hearing it well 10 and 1 he was an mvp candidate i don't care about all that nonsense <laughs> the season's not over yet and there's a long way to go and i, I don't care what the situation was but after the bye he had, he has not played well and i'm starting to question is he the guy for the future i'm not saying he's not but i'm starting to think about it more he's got to take accountability he's got to take more responsibility uh lane johnson pointed out he didn't say him directly he's got to be more emotional uh and more into it and i just don't I just don't like some of the things that I hear about his interactions um, with the players. And that's his personality. And he can still be a great quarterback with that personality. But I want to see more of that. But I, I really do 
have questions uh, at this point, and I don't know how you can't about the quarterback. I'm not saying he's not going to be the guy, but man, you got to start thinking about it. At least I do, and I don't know if anybody else does. You know what, Howard? With that being said, I know you're on the sideline and everything. There was a little exchange between him and Dallas Goddard. Did was that anything? You know, was that anything, or was that just like in the heat of the moment? Yeah, I think it's in the heat of the moment. Sometimes when you see these cutaways on TV, and you know, I try to watch, and and I went behind, you know, the, the benches in the area I'm allowed to. To, to be in, and you kind of watch uh, some of the things. But sometimes, I mean, I saw Nick Sirianni come over to Jalen Hurts after offensive series in the first half. Came over, went back, Brian Johnson talked to him, and then Nick Sirianni came back, and then Jalen Hurts went and talked to Devontae Smith, and that's when they kind of hooked up a little bit more after that. So there's interactions there. And, you know, A.J. Brown is probably the guy I've seen with most of maybe the real interactions. But, no, I don't think there was a whole lot to that because Goddard's a really good guy and a, and a good teammate. I just think there was frustration uh, on what's going on and when he may be open. Jalen Hurts still doesn't make the right reads, and, and maybe guys just want to tell him that, and they're frustrated. But I don't think it's anger. I think it's 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 more of, of frustration when I see that going on. It's... You see a lot of things, you know, and when, when people say, oh, the offensive line, you know, they didn't prepare these guys. Well, Devontae Smith, he was really, I thought he was kind of clear last night. And I talked to him and I, I posted that soundbite on Twitter when he said, we couldn't run the ball because they're blitzing all the time. And it's not going to be, the run's not going to be effective the way they do it. And he said, we were prepared everything we knew that was coming that's what he said we were prepared we just didn't do all the right things uh, you know uh, all the time so you know when you look at all that and Jeff, and here's the other thing people say well they're not prepared they have the, the tablets call them whatever you want and after each series or each uh when the Offense comes off, the, I'm looking at the offense, comes off the field. They bring the coach, Jeff Stoutland, who's one of the best, obviously, brings the tablet out, points out, he's pointing out to all the offensive linemen, this is where it's coming from, this is what we're doing. So you can say what you want going into the game, but they're coaching these guys throughout the game and pointing it out with pictures. So they know what's there, but they just, the offensive line, they've gone... I still think they're good, but they're not as good as they were last year. Uh, it's just like what happened. It's after a Super Bowl, and especially when you lose, it's always tough. That's not an excuse, and that shouldn't be an excuse. Howard, let's talk they about have to play better. The guy that's in charge of it all on the sideline, <clears throat> Nick Sirianni. A couple weeks ago, we started talking about his job security. <clears throat> Excuse me, you thought he was totally safe, Howard. This morning, after this is over, uh, I'm going to give you a scale of one to ten. Okay, ten, he's out. Not one, no question he's back. Where are you right now? I'm a three. Okay. A three meaning I think there's a better chance that he comes back uh, than he doesn't come back. I think there's going to be a lot of changes in the coaching staff. Uh, I, there's no question about that. But you, you, we're emotional because – but I just – we're emotional because of w w what happened the last seven games. But, number one, he didn't get dumb overnight. Uh, you know, people love to point to the coach because it's easier.
But you can't make a rash emotional decision. And I'm sure Jeff Lurie is going to sit back and, you know, sit and step away from it for a while and then go over things. Uh, I think there's more of a chance that the head coach is back. And whoever comes, let's say you changed head coaches or you bring somebody in. Is that going to change things? They, they still need, we just, I, I, I don't know if you guys agree or disagree with how I pointed up the needs of, of what this team. I agree. There's has. more than people would think for a team that was 10 and 1. They, they have a lot correct. of work to do with the roster. Yeah. Right. Okay. So if a new coach, head coach comes in, you know, he's going to be faced with a lot of the same issues and he's going to be faced with is the quarterback the right guy? Again, I'm not ready to give up on Jalen Hurts by any stretch of the imagination. But the question does come up. I think, so, Howard, I think that's fair. But it, don't don't you think their whole offseason has to be about getting Hurts back to the level he was last year? Like that—that's the biggest question. Me, can, can Sirianni do it, or does it have to be somebody else? Well, is that possible? Is Jalen Hurts that guy? Is he as much as he's and he's coached? Hey, listen, Jalen, this is what he doesn't make the hot reads a lot of times. That safety. Is was so embarrassing. I mean, how can a quarterback run into the end zone, just run out of the pocket and throw the ball away? And live to play, you know, live for another down, live for another play. I, I, that was just awful. I'm not sure that um, hey, Brian Johnson and he go way back. If he can't get to him, then you got to wonder. And again, I, I'm trying to emphasize, I'm not ready to give up on Jalen Hurts, but I do... I, I, you have to have questions, but I'm not ready to get rid of, rid of Nick Sirianni. And what coach is going to make it better? Now, are there good coaches available? Yeah, and Belichick's not one of them. And I can tell you this for a fact. Jeff Lurie is not a fan of Belichick. Mm. I can tell you that. All right? I know that. Um, I, I was hoping he'd go to Washington, but they counted him out there. I hope he goes to Dallas. That would be great. That would be great. It would be the same thing all over again. Uh, so so but, with that, Howard, it, let's say they do move on from Sirianni, whether you think it's okay. likely or not. You don't think Belichick would, would be interviewed and be a real candidate here? No. No. It, it, all right. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the best, 1 being the worst, uh, it's below 1. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Below. I, and I'm just telling you, I, 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 I wish I could say more, but um, – because sometimes I'm just trying to tell you he's not the guy. He is not the guy. That's not the guy they like. Hey, does Howie get along with him? Sure. He got along with Josh McDaniel. He got along with Belichick. But Howie's not going to make this decision. Uh, it's going to be a decision among everybody. And I, 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 I'm almost 100% that the owner, matter of fact, I am <laughs> positive, that the owner is not a big fan. Uh, he's not a big fan. Uh, so... He's not the guy. He just doesn't relate to players anymore either. And it just, what has he done though? Without Tom, we can go over everything. I don't even think he won six Super Bowls because he was given some of those. Oh, come on. But he did. He did. He won six. Well, he cheated. Well, he cheated for one. Two of them, the coaches gave him. Kyle Shanahan, when Atlanta's on the 20, I'm standing, I'm there at that game and I'm so angry for Matt Ryan. That on the twenty-one, run it three times, kick the field goal, up by eleven, game over. Yeah, no, but all he's right. got to get to all these Super Bowls to win uh, them. Like this another, isn't by accident. It, okay, well, he was in the worst division in football for fifteen years, 
most of the time he had a buy, which you we all know how big an advantage that is, uh, to have a buy and to have the home field. And then, uh, you know, the tuck rule, which was changed, he went on to win a Super Bowl after he won that game and against he Oakland. he stole the ring from John Ritchie. What a bad guy. He stole it from him. <laughs> it's just, he's mm. not, trust me, he's not the guy, all right? If you want to talk about other coaches, and we can debate that, hey, listen, I'm... Jim Harbaugh, I'm not a fan of his personality, but I know he's a good coach. But he's—you need more than a coach for this team next year. And I think coaches want to find a place that they're sure they can kind of kickstart it right back into um, into a real contender. Now, can the Eagles get to a Super Bowl next year? Not the way they're constructed right now. I, I, I don't think I'm out of line to say that. Do you disagree with that? Uh, no, I, I agree with that. I mean, this, the defense isn't close to Super Bowl caliber. I mean, it's not. Right. Even if they fix the offense, the defense right. is just I mean, holes. Those, yeah. those, those are the things you, you got to look at. I, I'm telling you, um, hey, listen, I'm disappointed. And people can say what they want about me with the Eagles. And, uh, you know, I cover that team. Uh, more than I cover others, and I cover all the others. Matter of fact, I've already told Rob Thompson he needs to change the lineup. <laughs> as long as he keeps he... Schwarber lead off, you know how I feel about no, that. No, 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 no. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, here we so, go again. Yeah, so I'm ready for. I guess I'm it's about that time. Rolling, man. <laughs> I'm rolling into that. But the, but the thing is, they. It's just football is our lives in Philadelphia. It really is. Uh, it's just people. It, it they can scream and they can yell. But it is what we are the most passionate about, and it is is so disappointing uh, when you see happen what happened. And hey, listen, I'm obviously going to accept it, like everybody accepts it. You guys are going to rip the head coach, uh, not you, Hugh, but uh, Joe. oh, I am. Yeah, I want uh, yeah, I want a new one. It, it just I thoroughly irritated my partner Howard. He, this is the first time that we've been together. Just that excuse he's been making. Irritated. I got an excuse maker <laughs> over here. <laughs> Unbelievable! I'm not you guys. making excuses. <laughs> hey, listen, it, it's just we're all unhappy. But you got to, Joe, step back and understand there are so many things before you even get to whether you should change the head coach. No, I start there and then I'll work to no, the other no, thing. No, because no, then, then it doesn't really no, fix. No, but, wait, no, but, but wait, you got players but that, win and players lose. I, Howard, I understand that, but they have to make the decision on the coach first because the coaching searches are going on. Then when, <laughs> when we get to March, when we get to February, March, that's the roster decisions. Like the coach decision has to be first. That's just the way the league works. Okay. So, uh, so what coaches do you like, Joe? Well, I have a whole list. list. I have got I've got nine candidates in front of me. You got you to stay tuned. Tune in next segment, Howard. It's coming up at twelve o'clock. I got the big board, Howard. I got nine <laughs> names on here. I'm ready. I stayed up to one thirty last night constructing this thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh yeah. All this right, is Howard. So brutal. Hey, I'm gonna here. Hugh, you've yes. got to help him, but I'm gonna go really to the to the the dark side. Kyle, you have to help him. <laughs> Kyle's with me. He's we're ready, we're ready for a new no, voice in here, no, Howard. Please no. All right, Howard. That's enough. We'll we'll talk soon. All right. All right. You guys have a great day. I'm going with Brandon Graham tonight, and I'm gonna. He's coming back next year. I'm gonna tell you that right now. He is coming back, and and, and I the Eagles do want him back. Uh, so and they'll figure out the money. So, uh, but I got to straighten his ass out tonight, too. <laughs> All right, we'll be listening. All right, Howard, thank you. <laughs> there he goes. Howard Eskin there. All right, we got a lot to chew on from Howard. Um, uh, also, in on keeping the coach, 
Very strong, very strong that Belichick would not be a candidate here. And I, I trust Howard, the reporter in Howard, the journalist in Howard. Yeah. I obviously think Belichick, if there's an opening here, should be a candidate. But I, I just find it interesting how strong he going Howard to Atlanta, was. man. Belichick going to Atlanta. Maybe. I'm not buying that for a single uh, I think I'm, going to, uh, hey, I'm calling I think everybody's going to bluff. Bill Belichick, way too good for a freaking team and city. <laughs> are you kidding like me? Like the Atlanta like, Falcons. No, I'm not kidding is. The Falcons are a make-believe franchise. Yeah, come on, dude. Belichick's okay, not going wait a there. First of all, we're not, we're not going to do the Falcons. No, you're you're like damn right yeah. we are. I know all your little listeners are tuning in. They're a joke of a city and a team. Belichick's not going there. Give it up. They're in a winnable division. They got a good football team, man. They just need a quarterback. They go get out, go out in the market and get one of these guys that about to get hacked, and they can go get Russell Wilson. You said a good quarterback. Yeah, well, Russell's a, not good a anymore. Serviceable quarterback. Yeah, I don't they know. They get Mariota back. No, they definitely. Yeah. Can't All right. Two one five five nine two nine four. Let's go to the phone lines here. Cab. Oh no, no, no. I can't. I actually. <laughs> it's I'm, too late. No, I, I, no I, put, I, 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 I thought better of it. I can't. Pump the brakes a little bit. You can't go from Howard right no, to Cowboy right. Jim. I, I clicked it. And I was like, no, I can't do it. You're gonna have to wait, Cowboy Jim. <laughs> Jeff in Wilmington. What's up, Jeff? <laughs> Man, thank God you didn't go to two cowboy uh, people in the. I know that's back. way Good too Lord. much cowboy people. Yeah, can I ask him just do a radio spot without dropping a name? I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> it, it, it's Todd Bowles. I know him. Yeah, so what, dude? Nobody cares. Howard is an ass. All right, you know, <laughs> going back to when Sirianni first did his press conference, and that one thing, that one drop we play a lot, or you play a lot. The first thing about being smart is knowing what to do. I don't think he's smart because he doesn't know what to do. And, Joe, I'm with you, dude. Get rid of him because if, if there is a disconnect between the coaching staff and the players, you're not going to get rid of all the players. You're not going to get rid of your $200 million quarterback or your $100 million receiver. They can get – if players are worried about – the, the turnover of coaches. What if they actually get a guy that has a pedigree to coach and is coached in the NFL at the highest level? Why is that not a that that should be their priority? Get someone who actually knows how to coach an NFL football team because this guy does not. Well, especially and, and Jeff, one thing I, that Howard did say that I think is really interesting. We're going to find out soon whether it be the coach stuff or the, you know the off season stuff. How they view the team. If they still believe their Super Bowl window is open. Jeff, they got to yeah. do exactly what you just said. They can't waste years. They can't waste time. Now, if they think they're actually they're, they're going the wrong way, right, and they got to rebuild the roster a little bit, then then maybe that's a different story. But if they believe they can win the Super Bowl next year with a couple moves, then I'm with you. Go get a coach to win the Super Bowl. And if you win the toss and you put your worst part of your team on the field first, you should be fired just for that. That was that was brutal. I was I was mad at the beginning of that game, and I stayed mad the whole game. I had no hope. And when Jalen went in uh, uh, through that, or well, he took a safety, I guess. I just called it before that. I'm like, dude, just just take the safety and get out, get off the field. This is embarrassing. It was brutal. And they only ran the ball 15 times, and one of them was Jalen. And they ran for 44 yards. And don't tell me you can't run because they're blitzing. Figure out another way to run the ball. Because if that's the case, every team would blitz every single time to every team, and there would be no running in the NFL. So don't give me that crap about we can't run because they were blitzing. Yeah, they let, they let the – here's what they did. And, Jeff, it's a great phone call. They they let the Bucks dictate the entire game. The, the Bucks just decided Definitely. how the game yeah. was going to go. And there's got to be better answers. There's got to be – obviously, the quarterback's got to play better. The receivers – I mean, there were some drops last night. Dallas dropped one. they got to be better as an offense. But there also has to be a better plan. It just – it felt so easy for the Buccaneers last night 
in every way. Wide open receivers. I mean, let's be real. If the Bucks didn't drop those passes last night, they put up well over 40 points. It, it is, it's wild how bad it got. 215-592-9494. All right, lot to get to on the show today. Your phone calls, of course, coming. Ross Tucker will join us at 1230. Let it all out here as we react to what happened. Should the Eagles move on from Nick Sirianni? I say yes. Hughes on no. He wants to uh, keep him around and thinks the problem is more with the quarterback. On the other side, the odds for the next Eagles coach, if they do indeed move on from Sirianni, those are posted already, and I'll unveil my big board. I've got nine names that I'm interested in if the Eagles have an opening here in the coming days. 215-592-9494. It is the Midday Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. If you're a caregiver in the Philadelphia or Lehigh Valley areas looking after a loved one, reach out to my friends at Ameribest today. When you call 1-800-HOME-CARE, a live onboarding specialist will assist you with your hiring process. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.